0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it to air. Monday. Supply chains affected all over the place. You know the story if you've heard it a bunch. But we also know like some of the causes of that, obviously the pandemic being a big one. And there was also the Suez Canal blockage that gripped the, the world's attention for a couple of weeks while it was just stuck there. And boats were backing up and backing up. And backing up, trying to get through in both directions. It was absolutely amazing. And not great. But that very boat, the Evergreens called Ever Given, was back in the Suez Canal, actually. It returned for its return home journey on Friday. And I'm sure making people feel very, very anxious. Uh, And also, a a contingency along with it. Two tugboats. Very watchful tugboats had to kind of escort it through the canal, which I don't know if that is standard procedure. If it is, then where were they when it first got stuck? So I kind of feel like this is an added measure, and I got to imagine that that is some seriously bad performance anxiety. You know what I mean? I can't even imagine trying to be somebody piloting that ship, navigating through that narrow passageway, trying to make sure uh can't just bump the rudder again. Can't get her stuck. Uh, that would be absolutely horrible. And they would for sure need to be paying out of pocket for whatever problems that would cause. Uh, yeah, no, thanks. No, thanks. Do not want that kind of pressure in my life. And also the good news, it made it through without incident as I'm sure you can assume because the world didn't absolutely lose its mind for the second time. Well, I would say he's boldly going where he has never gone before, but William Shatner has done spoken word art in the past, and he's back to it again. In fact, he's got an entire Spoken World album that's coming out called Bill, which is, you know, on the way, but there are a couple singles that are already released featuring singers to add some backing vocals and uh, and add some layers to these singles. Uh, The first one, Clouds of Guilt with Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers, and a uh, more honky-tonk guitar-filled collaboration with Brad Paisley, which is called So Far From the Moon, which apparently is about the cancellation of the original Star Trek series, as well as his divorce from his first wife, Gloria Rand. That's apparently why they needed the honky-tonk guitars, I guess. Meanwhile, new music from Michael Jackson is maybe on the way. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing has been announced, but the Jackson family has been speaking about it, and his brother Tito said, and I quote, anything that would work, we would be willing to give it a try. Well, don't make it sound like you're looking to make any kind of money off of anything you can find in the archives there, but uh, I would welcome it. I think most people would be curious at the very least. And finally, sad news, Iron uh, Butterfly drummer Ron Bushy has passed away at the age of 79. He had been battling a form of cancer, though details are a little bit scarce for quite some time. The actual cause of death not specifically revealed, though. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Ghostbusters on the brain again, Uh, the new movie, Afterlife, is set to come out, you know, at some point. We'll see. Could get delayed again. We don't know. Just, when it arrives, it arrives. But, in the meantime, we can talk about the classics. Ad nauseum, right? I mean, I'd be happy with that. I've always loved those movies, grew up on them for sure, and now have learned something new about them I was not aware of over the, the, pretty much every year of my life. The Yellow Tubes. That are hanging off of the side of their belts and kind of going around the back into what appears to be the bottom of the proton packs. That has been confirmed by Dan Aykroyd, who I would imagine, as the writer and directly involved in everything Ghostbusters, has some good information, some insider knowledge. Those yellow tubes are actually specifically there as a design of the jumpsuits for the Ghostbusters. And their function? They're P tubes! <laughs> They're P-tubes for when they get scared of ghosts on the job. This is actually accurate. Um, and this brings up many questions. Many questions. Why didn't we see them in action in either of the movies so far? Will we see the P-tubes return in the new one? Does that mean that they're also wearing a strap-on funnel? How does that work? And is it uncomfortable? And where is their pee stored? Is it in the proton pack? Does it fuel the proton pack? What happens when they get the crap scared out of them? All these questions and more, I need answers to immediately. Tuesday. Self-cleaning underwear, now available. It's now for sale. It's a new product, new thing, uh, and it comes after the same company, Herculeon. Already had uh, the world's first self-cleaning socks, t-shirts, and bed sheets. I guess. The underwear now added to the lineup, and uh, it's called the Fjord underwear. Um, I don't know why. Uh, it's something to do with water, I guess. They do really seem to be making a point out of saying how it will keep you dry because it's super absorbent and moisture-wicking. So, you know, when you're feeling a little swampy downstairs, it's supposed to help out with that. The idea is that you're supposed to be able to travel with just one pair of underwear. You know, they're going somewhere for a week, you're bringing seven pairs, and then once one gets dirty, it's getting cycled in and out, and then all of a sudden your entire suitcase smells a little bit like butt. You know, unless you do something like, I don't know, put it in a bag or a different section of your lau- your luggage, or do some laundry while you're on I don't know, there's solutions that already exist, but still. They're calling it self-cleaning underwear that you can wear for weeks. Have you underestimated how long some people already wear the basic standard underwear that they have now?
1: There is no vintage underwear, of course. But it's not because a guy couldn't sell its underwear. It's because men wear their underwear until it absolutely disintegrates. <laughs> men hang on to underwear until, until each individual underwear molecule is so strained it can barely retain the properties of a solid. It actually becomes underwear vapor. Tom
0: Morello of Rage Against the Machine has written an open letter asking for assistance with an emergent cause. He hopes for support in helping to evacuate the students of a music school for girls in Afghanistan, fearing the targeted violence of the Taliban. The letter is in support of his friend Lanny Cordola, who runs the school as well as the nonprofit Miraculous Love Kids. And the concern stems from the fact that these girls have not only practiced Western music, they've also been instructed, in part, by an American, something that could be a mark against them. As well, Oasis uh, is in the news, not because of the feud of the the brothers, but a former drummer, Tony McCarroll, who unfortunately suffered a heart attack. He was a co-founding member of the band and has been hospitalized last week, still in recovery at this time. And meanwhile, Apple... The Giant has acquired a new streaming service to bolster their classical music uh, library, which is already quite extensive, but the service that they have just purchased is called Prime Harmonic, and they are expanding the selection uh, that musical experience into their Apple Music subscription service in the near future. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. There's new legislation in China to prevent kids from apparently wasting their time playing video games. Um, I disagree that all time spent playing video games is a waste. I think that sometimes it can be a really good relaxation tool. can be a tool to combat uh, different things like anxiety or depression, uh, but can also be a crutch and can also be something that people do get addicted to. So I totally understand needing to limit in some cases. This is blanket statement, though, and from what I understand, this is an increase from the uh, restrictions that were put in place two years ago. About two years ago, it was uh, laid down that kids could only play video games for about an hour and a half per day. Now they have narrowed that down to three hours per week, and specific ones too. Apparently 8 to 9 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So only weekend evenings can they even try to jump into a video game. To be fair, some games you can play for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15, be so totally happy. Some games, an hour-long session, you're really just starting to get into it. I find this very interesting, and mostly because of My memories of back when uh, the internet became a somewhat household thing you remember the days of dial-up We would log on to the internet. That would be the action You would have the period of your day where you would be online and the rest of it completely offline and I remember there was a lot of recommendations here uh, in Canada, here in North America, saying, you know, got to limit kids time online. Limit that to like maybe an hour a day. Let them know that they have to do their chores and homework before they can get online time. Far cry from today. Now we actually have to take those hours here and there, maybe watching a movie, maybe, uh, you know, getting out of service range for a weekend, getting out to the campsite just to be able to say that we logged off for a period of time. It's like night and day. Very strange, but enjoy your video games. Wednesday. Well, I'm very happy to have a guest here in studio, not just over the phone, because it has been months since we've had a guest here in studio, so it's a very, very important day and a very important week. It is Pride YMM week here in our community. And from Pride YMM, the director, Mitchell Bowers, how are you doing today? Doing good. I'm getting through. (laughs) You're making it past. So many events for the week uh, to celebrate. You've got to be exhausted. How how tired are you? (laughs) I
1: am tired because I didn't take this week off work, which is my big mistake. Oh, my
0: goodness. (laughs) I'm looking at the calendar. There's so many so many different events uh, that are coming up. You've got uh, even drag karaoke is going on today. Uh, drag bingo is coming up tomorrow. Uh, drag Queen Paint Night, Drag Me to Brunch, Pride Yoga, The Roast of Simma Down, Your Drag Persona, the 2021 Pride Festival, and then even an after party. Uh, what's in store for the festival? What can people expect from that?
1: Yeah, so the festival, we're going to have uh, live entertainment, some singers, some drag. Uh, we're going to have face painting, balloon animals, crafts area for your kids. There, and this year, something new we've added is a uh, little more. Market, so you can support our local artists. Yeah, that, I think that's so fantastic. Jumping off
0: the word support, it is important to support the people in our community, no matter how they identify
1: themselves. It's something very near and dear to my heart, and I know near and dear to yours. Why is it so important to you? Yeah, so for me, I grew up in a really small town and I didn't see myself reflected in the adults around me. And so I didn't know that there was a way to be openly queer and be successful and to be an adult. Those th- that just, I didn't see that. And so for me, it's all about increasing visibility for the youth so that they know that they are uh, part of this community and that they know that they're they can grow up to be somebody i I mean i can absolutely understand that
0: Uh, especially growing up and i think it still happens today there are messages that people put out and they might not even realize they're putting out and messages that we receive that we might not even realize that we're receiving and it's just that same thing sometimes it's telling people that you can't do this and do this it's just not allowed or it's just not done and uh in this case it absolutely is done. You can be who you want to be and be successful and, and find acceptance. And that's what this week is all about, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and also about having a great time and, uh, and, and getting dressed up because uh, I got to be a part of the, the lip sync battle, first event of, of Pride Week, and it was fantastic. So much talent, people getting into big, big you know, costume and everything. You helped me a couple years ago. I'm flashing back now uh, to cultivate my drag persona, Abby San. And uh, the pictures, I think uh, I, I look fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and today, uh, no, we don't get to repeat that here, but you're going to be walking down the hall to our sister station at uh, Mix 103.7 and helping Sean to cultivate his drag persona for the first time. How are, 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 are prepared are you? Do you got
1: some names in mind? Yeah, uh, <laughs> so wanted to stick with our theme i thought of there's a rivera Sny or (laughs) yes yes uh annie zach
0: (laughs) yeah i love these we were talking off the air too about uh, maybe one based on uh the chemical of bitumen the industry related chemical which use your imagination we might not be able to get away with that on air but i think
1: that's a great great one (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think next year we're going to have to do a drag king because there's lots of uh, king names we can do from here. We got Tim Burley. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, There's more. I'm sure there's more we can think of. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, I do have to let you get over there because he's raring and ready to go. And I know from experience, it takes some time to look that good. Anything you'd want to say that we didn't get to cover about uh, Pride YMM Week here in Fort
1: McMurray? Uh, We want to see your pride. So uh, decorate your house, decorate yourself, and just... uh, tag us on instagram so we can share it and find pride Y M to find out more about all
0: of these many events that are still coming up thank you so much mitchell thanks iron maiden's bruce dickinson yes the bruce dickinson uh, is urging fans to get vaccinated after revealing that he has tested positive for covid19 in the uk effectively ending his ongoing spoken word tour though likely to not affect the uh, iron maiden uh, new album support tour that's going to be coming. He does say that he felt flu-like symptoms but feels pretty good and believes that he could have been in serious trouble with more severe symptoms had he not been vaccinated already. Meanwhile, Kiss has had to postpone a few shows as Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons test positive within days of each other. They'll be able to return to performances after September 9th and did not give a lot of comment on the fact that they'll have to isolate. Uh, Bonnaroo Music Festival has also had to cancel outright but not because of the pandemic. Instead, the Manchester, Tennessee Festival was turfed thanks to heavy rains and wind from Hurricane Ida in the last day, and they are definitely uh, heartbroken and talking about the irony of a beautiful forecast for the festival dates itself, but preparation has been stopped dead thanks to flooding. And finally, ABBA is set to make a big live stream announcement this week, hopefully shedding some light on the mysterious Voyage project that they just announced. Look for the stream tomorrow at 12.45 our local time. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Big fish. Yeah, the fish is always big in the stories. We know how they, it gets bigger every time the story's told. This fish just starts big, though. This sturgeon is such an interesting story. And, uh, and you need to see it, the photos and video, just to really grasp how gigantic this uh, some 11-foot fish is. Maybe even a world record. They need to verify that, of course. takes a little bit of time, but still. The video lives on forever, for sure. Um, and the catcher of said fish, though not alone, for sure, he definitely needed some help with it, is Pete Peters. Who you may remember as a goalie from the Flyers, Bruins, and Capitals. Uh, he was uh, playing in the NHL, seventy-seven to ninety-one, and uh, on the uh, the the date of Gretzky's fiftieth goal in nineteen eighty-one. Yeah, he was in net, or rather, he wasn't in net for the fiftieth goal, but he was playing for that game for sure. Um, he's you know got a storied NHL history. Now he's got another story about this gigantic sturgeon fish. Now he was in BC at the time while catching it uh, with friends, but. Funnily enough, he actually lives now in Sturgeon County, Alberta. I don't know why that makes so much sense, but it does. Thursday. One thing that we seem to be learning, while not in, like, clinical trials or anything like that, it's just base science so far, is that perhaps we might be able to Breathe through our butts in medical emergencies. Should we be, perhaps, waiting for a ventilator or something like that? Um, yeah, there's people researching this. They're trying to find out exactly how well this can work. Looking to the science of other animals, like the loach fish, who can breathe through its butt by natural means. Ah, I don't know how fun that sounds. I don't know uh, how how great the world would smell, but still. Butt breathing tubes is the science of the day. That's one more reason I can think of uh, not to give yourself explosive diarrhea by eating horse dewormer paste. You know, if the idea of eating horse dewormer paste didn't already deter you. You might have heard already about another lottery winner in our midst, not quite in our community, but just down south in Edmonton. Yeah, he uh, is uh, a big winner, 15 million dollars with Lotto Max, Andrew is his name. Apparently he was sleeping. When the uh, the word came out. Uh, apparently he was woken up by his mom. As he said in his own words, My mom came into my room and said you'd better get out of bed. I was irritated because I was trying to sleep, but then she had told me I'd won 15 million dollars. Can't be irritated about that. Meh, 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 Eh, That's get out of bed is gonna turn into get out of my house real fast. In fact, it probably already has because he says the first thing he's going to spend on Uh, You know, he's going to hire somebody to help him with this money, of course. But first thing he's going to spend on is uh, buying a house. So, I mean, uh, maybe not so much for mom, but so that mom can have her house back, which I still think is a big gesture. That's that's pretty nice. Get out of bed, she says. Now get out of my house. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of parents that couldn't relate to that. You're listening to the Steve Reeve podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Taste of never-before-seen Oasis footage has been released ahead of the upcoming documentary about the band's infamous two Nebworth shows in 1996. Last month actually marked the 25-year anniversary since the pair of unforgettable shows, and now you can watch the band perform Live Forever along with new commentary from Noel of the Brothers Gallagher. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to to hear some of the thoughts, and it definitely piques my interest for the greater documentary when it does come out. Now, we've also got uh, a biopic announced this week based on the final years of Amy Winehouse. It was announced and uh, is apparently going to be based specifically on a 2010 book by Daphne Barrick called Saving Amy that was based on over 40 hours of footage of the singer. Her father... Uh, Amy Winehouse's, specifically, has reacted with stern comments, saying that the production is, quote, 100% not allowed. He adds that the creators have not approached the family or the late singer's label Universal Music Group, the author Beric claiming to have all necessary rights to license her material, presumably speaking to both the family and the record label back in 2010. One of the big greatest hits, I think, of uh, the Oilers from a little while ago is when they had their big old Oil Derrick uh, that they would uh, drop down to allow the team to like exit the the, the change room the, the the locker rooms from you know and it was a big excitement moment it, you know got everybody pumped primed for the action on the ice to come right and it, then it went away they moved naturally uh, you know, uh, they're bringing it back, though. The Oilers' oil derrick apparently has been dusted off, maybe maybe given a little uh, polish, and is going to be back again, though not as a part of the big team entrance like it used to be uh, before they moved arenas. Apparently the plan seems to be to display it in Ford Hall to allow fans to have the opportunity to live out their Oilers' dreams and walk under it, or pretend to skate under it and be an Oiler for a moment. You know what? They should bring back some sort of oiler technology for the pregame intros i think i mean this is cool that is gonna have its place again but it's a little outdated you know what i mean i'm thinking maybe now an update maybe like a sag d drilling setup right they lower it down from the rafters they bore a steaming hole into the ice and then the team erupts up from the hole to make some people some money right just like oil does friday might not be everywhere you look, but you might start to see some videos of people proving that they can do ten push-ups. Because uh, new information has come out, new studies saying that most people are unable to do ten push-ups. And now I've got to say that I mean I, I, we don't really need we don't really need this metric to understand the world. I mean, first of all, there's many people who just can't do push-ups, anyways. Period. Might be it might be an ability issue, right? Or there's people who can do hundreds. At the drop of a hat, and they're just picking up the slack for everybody else, right? Uh, most people unable to do 10 push-ups. And it got me thinking, you know, that's just going to make people want to prove it. Maybe to themselves, maybe to the world. They're going to want to do some videos doing those 10 push-ups saying, I, I got there. I got there. Now do 10 sit-ups at the same time, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't feel the need. I don't feel the need. I don't feel the need. I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Okay, maybe, maybe I will. I'm thinking about it, but still, I'm not going to do it. And it's not because I can't. It's just because I just... I just straight up don't want to, okay? new ABBA music they made their big announcement yesterday in the afternoon at least for our time zone I guess it was uh, a nice thing to have with your uh, cup of tea in the evening in in the UK uh, where it was really like originating from but this is a global thing ABBA is a global thing and uh, with over four and a half million views on the new music video for their new single I still have faith in you uh, and and, and the other one don't shut me down also just doing incredibly uh, yeah they're back they're back Uh, the 70 something year old Uh, stars of disco are back and looking like they are trying to escape the tron grid as i saw pat oswald tweet about just too funny it's really true if you take a look they're wearing like weird mocap suits i think they've had like digital avatars of themselves made that will never need to see the ravages of age avatars they're calling them (laughs) it's really 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 hilarious to me but yeah some unforgettable new shows are going to be coming in the near future as well as the new album which is November 5th on Universal Music, and the concert movie that goes along with it to be released very close to that as well. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Wait, I'm sorry. What is Grimace? What? What? So, there's been some debate on what exactly the McDonald's mascot of yore, I mean, he's still around, maybe not as prevalent these days, same with the Fry Kids, but Grimace. Grimace is who we're talking about. There's been some heated debate over the origin, the design of Grimace. Now, several years ago, like nearly 10 years ago, there was actually a, a post on social media from McDonald's direct saying, Grimace is the embodiment of a milkshake. People go, okay, but why are milkshakes purple? Why was he always trying to steal milkshakes? And why is he shaped like not a milkshake, right? Okay, like, maybe you could argue he's a drop of some kind of liquid, but what milkshake have they ever had that's been Grimace Purple, right? So a lot of people have said, no, actually, the origin is a taste bud. And in recent years, McDonald's has actually said, yeah, okay, it's either a mixture, uh, a milkshake, or a taste bud. And I go, okay, no, it's not either or here. It's one or the other. What was the original inspiration? And it's fine if it's lost to the history of time. Just make an answer, the official answer. And that answer should be, it's a taste bud. Although, at the same time, wait, what? <laughs> Grimace is a big, engorged, weird looking, anthropomorphized taste bud? I mean, I guess it kind of fits the brand, but it's still very weird. A Paralympian was stripped of their gold medal because they arrived at the competition late. This is a little confusing on the surface, right? Because it's like, oh, he got there late. Then why did he get a gold medal? A Malaysian shot putter named Zolkefli, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, was the one, appeared to have won gold, celebrated in everything, shot put F20 class, But disqualified because of three minutes of being late. Three minutes. And there was actually a couple of other performers who didn't actually get placements on the podium, but still they were late, but allowed to compete even though they failed to appear on time. Why let them compete? Well, it's because they were late. So it's like, we got to get this thing on the, on the road. We got to get this show going, but. Then they actually looked into it. They did their little investigation after the fact, which I think probably should have taken place before they would have let them compete. But still, I mean, it was like a benefit of the doubt situation. It was like, okay, you've got this gold. If you can tell us why you were late with a good excuse, a good reason. And I guess they couldn't come up with something. They didn't have a legitimate enough reason. But honestly, how legitimate does it have to be for three minutes? I don't know the whole story, but I picture it being like, you just tell them you had to go to the bathroom for a little longer than you were expecting. That could take 3 minutes. Come on. Let them have the gold medal.
1: Transmission over.
0: One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve show. Weekday mornings starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.